Hello, hello, and welcome to A Colorful Twist, the podcast, adding colors to the grays of entertainment. I'm Deandra Reviews. This is Tommyverse. Should we call you Tommyverse? It's a good name. I think there's a catchiness to it. Tommyverse. Like, welcome to the Tommyverse. And it kind of goes with our theme today, which is about Moon Knight and that mental health perspective that is definitely needed and desired. I don't know. I mean, I'm a major Oscar Isaac fan. So automatically I was like, this is great. More Oscar content. We love it. He's perfect. But it's nice to see a show that's very compassionate towards mentally ill people. Idea that um, you can still be functional. You can still have desires like to be loved, to be loving, to have fun. I think sometimes when we portray mental illness, it's always in this real sadness and kind of like always from the perspective of a family member trying to deal with their crazy sister. But uh, I totally about agree. him. No, I totally agree. I feel like he got it just right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, my my bell is going off here now. <laughs> I guess that will get into the the editing. <laughs> anyway, so I was just saying, um, I feel like he got he got that nuance of having mental illness, you know, very well for at least for the first episode, which is what I watched so far. Um, I can't talk much about dissociative personality disorder, but as someone who has who has bipolar disorder, um, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder when I was 30 years old. So I lived, you know, basically my whole life without knowing that. I feel like it does it does very well. Um, to your point on depiction on the media I feel like yeah it's frustrating most of the time because I don't get to see people with mental health issues doing normal things um but it's definitely something we can go ahead and and discuss as we go yeah I mean I I think that listen having mental illness is hard it's yeah it can Uh be sad it can be enraging and difficult and the struggle for clarity is never easy for anyone but when you have mental illness obviously it's like tenfold harder but I think what the 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 negativity over depictions of mental illness comes from the fact that it kind of reaps you from really simple universal things that make us human which is desire Um, kindness compassion loving it's like you you're this being that needs that, but you can't give it. And I think what makes Oscar's performance so wonderful is that he's really sweet. I thought that that Steven was like the sweetest guy. I was like, oh, he got a date. I'm so happy for him. Like, I was like, I, I don't think that, and I, I told you and you confessed to your sin, I, I'm a major fan of the show Legion. It's on FX all three seasons. It became a cult classic for FX. Um, I think Dan Stevens plays the lead, David. He was absolutely excellent. And I I couldn't help but see um, a mutuality between the performances because, um, you know, David has dissociative disorder, schizophrenia, like he has a whole bunch of mental illnesses. And he's also by chance, one of the most powerful human beings slash mutant in the world and 
I thought it was beautiful, their perspective of what it means to have so much power, but absolutely no clarity in your mind, no relationship with yourself that is stable and loving. And what I loved about that perspective was that it made you really pull for this character was that he was still a good person, even if he wasn't a good to himself. And he was still a, a, per, a good person who wanted better things, like a loving relationship, a better relationship with his sister. And the same thing can be said for Oscar Isaac as Mark, Steven, um, you know, Midnight Man, all these different characters. They're just, um, I'm sorry, Mr. Knight. Um, he still wants to have a full life experience. And often with mental illness, it's always betrayed as just somebody trying to get by. That's true. That's absolutely true. I feel like for Oscar Isaac um, on Moon Knight, especially, we see him having a pet. He has a job. He has yeah. you know relationships on his work. He's trying to go on a date. You know, he definitely um, a superhero now. And now it's it's good to see so very well represented all around. Um, I which is kind of funny because I, I feel maybe a couple of years ago or a year ago or something, I went on a huge <laughs> rant on Twitter because I was really mad that watching Grey's Anatomy, they had this one character that was there for a few seasons. And then suddenly they decided to turn him into someone who has bipolar disorder. Literally the next season they killed him, oh. you know, because he, he wasn't, of course, he wasn't a hero I'm in the sense that he had, you know, superpowers, but he died as a hero on the show. Um, because he was trying to save someone from sex trafficking. But I feel like it's it's complicated because you have this character that he's a doctor, he went to school, he had relationships, you know, he saved lives on a daily basis, he was a surgeon, you know, and then suddenly out of the blue, he's portrayed not as someone who has mental illness and trying to do his best, but literally as someone who completely lost his mind like on, from one episode to another, literally. Yeah. And suddenly he was dead. So I felt like that was very damaging for mental illness representation in the media, especially. Um, and I don't know, just it just left a very bad taste in my mouth. You know, those four or three episodes that, you know, that um, closed up his arc on the show. But for Moon Knight... I loved it, you know, like I, so far I'm, I'm doing, I'm very happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back to Legion though, I haven't seen that one. So <laughs> I just found a hole and I'll check it out and maybe I'll add that to my perspective on that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I, I admit, I agree with you. I, I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy in so long because it's like uh -huh. seasons and I'm like, I emotionally cannot um, invest. But I will say that it is frustrating when they do those like random write-ins of like completely changing a character's arc to fit a storyline that I will say, I think that at times, who doesn't love the special episode where the lead gets in a car, a car accident and everybody's like, oh my God, like they have the tendency to use mental illness as like this plot twist. So that yes. everybody can, everybody else can go through a storyline, like how much they love this mentally ill person that they have to deal with and take care of with. And can this couple survive what he is going through? 
Mm-hmm. Whereas I think what makes Moon Knight refreshing and, and Legion is that they are the leads and they it is just something that they carry with them like everybody does. Everybody has a pain, everybody has a hurt, everybody has something they have to deal with, but it doesn't impede them from dealing with life, wanting from life, building their life. Whereas in other shows, it's always like the the impetus or catalyst for some other character to grow and for them to deal with this other person. Exactly. And going, you know, you you said it perfectly because, you know, Moon Knight and uh, the guy from Legion, I mean, I I know a little bit about him because of the um, X-Men comic books. Yeah. You know, which I think in the comic books, if I'm not wrong, he's Professor X's son. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know if that was approached on the move on the show or not. Oh yeah, but, it's like the main event actually. Oh, is it? Okay, good to yeah. know. <laughs> but you know, uh, they were written like that. You know, whether some characters I've seen with mental health issues on on shows on movies, they are they're normally characters that are already there. And then suddenly out of a plot device decision, they decide, oh, let's make this person, you know, bipolar disorder, or let's give this person depression, or, you know, let's make this person someone who, you know, struggles with memory, you know, like, I respect shows that will come in with a character, you know, and say, this is the character, and this is how we're going to be portraying him or her, Um, and Let's go and let's see what happens, you know, instead of changing something here and there to make sure that it just feel, it just feel fishy. It feels weird. It feels like they're trying to appeal for ratings, for numbers instead of being genuine, yeah. you know, it and that's, feels- that's how I feel like that Grey's Anatomy story went by was because it didn't feel genuine, um, but Malaysian and, and, um, Moon Knight just feels like, you know, this is the character. This is the story we're telling about him, you know, and we can, yeah. we're able to, to show the world that, you know, mental illness, yes, is something very serious, but it's not something that in most cases, I guess, you know, it stops you from being a, a full human, you know, who wants love, who wants friends, who wants to be able to provide for yourself, who wants to you know, go to school and have family and have kids. No, and I all mean, it's, specifically. It's, I, I think like our, the point that we're trying to really hammer in is that, you know, for a lot of shows, it's a plot twist. For Moon Knight, it's humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just something that happens, something that is like everything else and you keep going. And that, to see a character have that, you know, have that struggle, but at the same time, again, like, He's such a geek. He is. He's an absolute geek. He's the sweetest guy. He's really trying to be, you know, happy. And there's something about that that is so basic human being 101 that it makes him so endearing to watch. Yeah, he's very relatable. (laughs) And I thought that that was. Oscar Isaac, like, he does not get enough roles. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He is super talented, Latino, what? And um, I feel like he, he has the biggest fan base to not get roles. 
Yeah. Like people adore Oscar Isaac and the the <laughs> thirst for him on the internet, like all the ladies were on it. All the ladies were on it. <laughs> oh, I it's like, oh, I watched this and suddenly I'm pregnant. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, <funny>. no. <laughs> so, everybody was like talking about how he's strapped to the bed and people were like, just how I like my Oscar. <laughs> everybody's being so fresh and i'm like this guy has kids he has a wife oh my lord does he read this he can't read this he has uh, to stay off twitter every episode <laughs> i i don't if i was him i don't know how i would survive with so much comments like that I, you know i'm glad i'm glad i don't have that you know on me on my back right now <laughs> you know I would be in constant blush mode. I would just be blushing all the time because it gets like serious. I'm like, women want you. They want an Oscar. And I'm not talking about the statue. No. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's saying this is the only Oscar we should be talking about this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's an amazing actor. He's Juilliard trained. He uh, was with uh, Jessica Chastain and I think Adam Driver, like they were all the same year. And what I love about all three of those actors is that they're just so natural. They are. (laughs) I think that some actors, you could tell they're trying really hard. Some actors, you could tell they're trained. Whereas with Finn, it's like Oscar Isaac is Mark. And he is them. Yeah, there were, uh, you'll see, you'll notice by everything I say that I probably live on Twitter, <laughs> but there was a lot of comparisons online on um, his work as Moon Knight and his work and Robert Downey Jr. as um, Iron Man, hmm. you know, like they are the characters and I love that, you know, I would, yeah. <laughs> I confess, I prob- I don't know if I am at the point, but I feel like he's the new Robert Downey Jr. on the Marvel Universe. I feel like that's a title more, more reserved for um, Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova on Black Widow. Mm. You know, because I feel like she she she's such a unique character, um, you know, and such a, she does it so perfect and so singular that I feel like that new Robert Downey Jr. award kind of goes to her, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. but let's let's see how the episodes go because I haven't I haven't seen I haven't received the episodes as some of the critics did. I could receive the four first four episodes. I only got what <laughs> when it hit Disney Plus. But um, I'm so excited to see how this goes. You know, to see I, where where you lead. I swear that my dog has like the meanest face. <laughs> He's like ju- his face is pure judgment. But, you know, it's interesting. I think that the comparisons between him and Robert Downey Jr. are, na- are natural because they're men. They they're yes. like uh-huh. big characters, whereas Florence Pugh's a woman and a secondary yeah. character. But she dominated that role. And it's she so did. unique and exciting. And I, w- and I would say one difference is, and I, I read an interview with Oscar, and he was talking about how he's only signed on for one season of this TV series. Because part of his nervousness with joining with Marvel is that, you know, they, he, they call it the golden handcuffs, which is 
you're gonna be in at least <laughs> movies for 10 years i want all those handcuffs <laughs> i know who doesn't want those handcuffs like people are complaining and we're like cuff us please we it's the only cuff we want um and he was talking about like his nervousness about committing to something like that and you know becoming this massive figure off of one role the good thing about i think moon knight as if he becomes such a central like blown up character and actor in association with this character i think because oddly enough because of his mental illness and because of yeah. this is one of i think this is one of the most nuanced characters i've ever seen in the marvel universe i think so, so too layered i, I don't think it'll affect that's exactly what i'm gonna say it's very layered it's not it's not one dimensional yeah. you know it's actually multi-dimensional in, in many aspects not just him as a as a human being but also himself as as a superhero he has different personalities personalities even mr knight i guess yes so there's it's very layered in many aspects and and he's he's definitely very interesting i love that marvel is taking so many risks mm. with the shows nowadays um i never felt like it was i, I don't have the complaint that a lot of people do feeling like it's so superficial and so um you know like they're doing this and following you know a, a pattern or a formula and i never felt that way you know like i feel like most movies do follow a formula you know like you have to otherwise you're not selling your your film your product you know yeah um but especially with this movie with this um series ever since one of vision started I love what I really like what they're doing yeah. and what they're doing and, ex and exploring so many different things like grief with WandaVision and uh, purpose with Loki and maybe a little bit of family and, and uh, responsibility for who we are, um, um, the things we do, our actions with Hawkeye. Um, and also, I, I like that. I like where they're going. Yeah, I, I've never not seen originality coming from these series from Disney and its approach of Marvel Universe. And I think it has set a standard for what comic book movies should be and can be. Yep. Um, and I think when you become the standard, you're naturally going to get hate. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. WandaVision is one of the most original shows I've ever seen. Yes, I agree. From yeah. top to bottom, from first episode to last episode, you 100%. know, like, like even thinking, even thinking about it, I remember, you know, like the anxiety I, I would feel from one week to the next, just to see the next episode it was like something palpable. Like you could literally cut it with a knife, you know, I would yeah. go to work and, th and only think about that for the next, you know, eight days, seven days until the next episode. And then we would sit down and I would wait until like one in the morning, which is the time they would drop on, um, on Disney Plus for me here. Um, and watch and then literally like 20, 30 minutes later, please stand by. And I was like, no, don't do this to me right now. <laughs> you know, I like mean, not at the very best moment of the episode. Oh, yeah. It felt so important, especially because we were in the pandemic and it was really wise, like especially I know. the discussion of grief. I thought, and I and I think all the, the series, to be fair, 
Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. They're very intelligent. They're very wise. And they, they really added are. layers to characters that were fan favorites, but mm -hmm. also layers to characters in general. I think that, especially in the beginning of the Marvel Universe, it was so easy to kind of like pancake these characters. You just loved one, but you didn't really know them. That's now true. Now we have enough time and universe built to actually get to know these people. Like I'm excited for a multiverse of madness because I know Me that I'm really going to, I'm going to see Wanda and I know my girl and she's going to be a villain <laughs> and we're going to love it. Um, what? I said we're definitely making an episode. Oh on, yeah, for sure. The, yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I'm definitely gonna, you know, hate on Steven, Doctor Strange, always messing things up, and then yeah. he's him <laughs> and Tony. I think that this is where it throws me off with the the, the comparison of Oscar Isaac uh, as Moon Knight and Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. I think what I was trying to say before is that. I, because the character of Moon Knight is so layered, I don't think he's going to feel as entrapped as Robert Downey Jr. does with yep. Tony Stark because Robert Downey Jr. is an incredible dramatic actor but now all I see is Tony. Yeah, I um, know. Yep. And, I, and, I, and I, I think like for me, that is like the core difference between both of them and why I know that, that Oscar is going to be okay because it's just such a layered role. Yeah. I want to see him in everything. I do too. I really do. I honestly only, I, I didn't really know him at all until um, X-Men Apocalypse because he was oh, available there. And oh, that, was, that was the first time I saw him in, in, <laughs> in action, honestly. I was like, I don't know where he comes from, but I like what I'm seeing. But you know, what, what I, I was trying to say- is in everything. What, what I was trying to say as well, forgiven. and I think you'll like this point. Um, I do feel that what makes Multiverse of Madness so exciting, what made me love WandaVision and in a way love Moon Knight is that these are really powerful people that somehow are kind of underestimated and undermined by the leaders of the group. Like yep. I think Doctor Strange and, and Iron Man were so similar. Um, so me, in that they always made mistakes and then the whole team had to clean it up. Like Ultron, all of that. Tony, yeah, Dr. Strange, if he had just helped Peter, we would not be in No Way Home. <laughs> Isn't that true? Okay. okay, and I think that it's so interesting, the dynamic between Steven and Mark, especially in these next few episodes, it's, it's kind of like twin brothers but I think that you feel for Steven because he's this brilliantly noble guy that absolutely nobody thinks can do more than what he does. And yep. he's gonna step up and he's gonna be the absolute king. And the same thing happened with Wanda, that it was this kind of like for, she single-handedly took out Thanos and yet everybody's like, I don't know if Wanda, is she okay? And it's like, <laughs> She's more than okay. She's yeah. more than okay. Are you fine? Are you? Yeah, we call her. I know there's a lot of things like, oh, she's crazy. She's she's madness and she's chaos and you know she's all this, but she is in control. She is in control. Imagine I, if she was in control with the kind of powers that she has. You know, it's not a 
only that, I think that, you know, it's a clip in the Multiverse of Madness um, trailer. And uh, it's this kind of, you know, I've lost a lot out of the whole team. She's the one who's lost the most next to Peter. These are two people that lost like their entire family going on these missions, brother, kids, vision. I mean, give her a break. So I think that they fear her power but it's like she's doing very well for being so powerful and so wounded. Yes. You guys don't have half her power and you're building Ultrons and multiverses. I know, right? <laughs> you guys are the mess, Party not her. Unless <laughs> <this happens laughs> <in> the world. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. guys are the one. It's always the one who's like making the most mess. That yeah. is like the one who's trying to see if everybody else is messy. It's like, clean yourself, sir. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that is so true. No, she, I, I'm so excited. I, I actually commented online today. Like I said, you, I live online, apparently. Um, I, ever since WandaVision ended, Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness is my, my most anticipated film. Really? You know, I'm followed by excited. That's it, you know? I'm getting, I really wanted to see Spider-Man No Way Home because I knew that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire were going to be in it. And it just felt, I think Peter, what I love about Peter Parker and now Moon Knight, I think both characters, I've said it 20 million times throughout this podcast. It might be my favorite word. I just think they're so sweet. They are, yep. They're just they're really such kind people. Like they're the ones that hold the door when you're going in. They're like, are you guys cold? Should I turn up the heat? Like they care. They do. <laughs> they care. And yeah. I love that little detail because no matter what character comes in the sphere, you always remember them. And you there's like this feeling of, I want to check up on them. Like I'm excited for the next few episodes of Moon Knight because I feel like I have to check up on Steven. I know. <laughs> I'm excited to see okay. <laughs> after too, you know, because I I want to see how this whole thing is gonna fit within the the overall Marvel universe. Yeah, Marvel universe, because I feel like it's so spread out right now. There's different things to to like different corners now. Whether before you felt like the story was more concise, like like different villains, but all leading on the same path, which was Thanos. Right now, I feel like, well, we have the Celestials trying to screw the, everyone up here on this corner. Then we have, you know, the, the spies and the soldiers here on this corner trying to fight, you know, whatever they're trying to fight that we don't know right now, but we'll probably lead to um, either Dark, Dark Avengers or um, the one group led by the, by the Red Hulk. Uh, General Ross, I forgot the, their names right now. Um, then you have the the mystical side here with Wanda and Steve, and then we also have you know Moon Knight now bringing in the the horror genre, you know, to everything. Yeah. So it, it's been very interesting to see where we're going. There's definitely elements of horror. I I think I told you I got the the first few episodes, and I and I loved. There's this the mummy vibe that Rick and Evelyn dynamic that comes uh -huh. through um, Steven slash Mark and Layla. 
that I absolutely loved. And I felt like it was, I don't know, romance in the Marvel universe is weird. It's kind of always sidelined. Uh-huh. And it's not the easiest to smooth, to make smooth or intriguing because there's so much happening. Everything is always, have you always have to save the world. And I put in my review that it was the first time where I felt, you know, beyond Wanda and Vision, where I was like instantly hooked on a love story. And I was oh, going for these two and I want them to be together. And I, I appreciated that mummy vibe. There's definitely more horror to come. And I think it's just an inkling of what we're going to see in Multiverse of Madness because of Wanda and her nightmare, you know, ability to go into nightmares oh. and give nightmares. And it, it's really exciting. I am very curious to see how they wedge in the Eternals because they felt simultaneously really big, but also forgettable because of how mixed the reception was to the movie. Like sometimes I feel it's a separate universe. It does. It really feels like does. It feels like that as well. Um, it feels like the more separated um, corner of mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe right now. Yeah. On the on, on the um the movies, mm-hmm. um but it, and like that actually to be fairly honest the whole space, uh with Thor and and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and now Celestials, I mean Eternals not Celestials I'm thinking about the villains, mm-hmm. um just it just feels different and all of those definitely um Eternals feels the most yeah. of all. Like Guardians. It's, it's funny because honestly at the beginning I felt like we were going for Kang, you know, and Jonathan Majors being the biggest villain of this next phase of the Marvel Universe. Um the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I keep calling Marvel Universe for whatever reason. <laughs> but, MCU. You know, MCU. I, I, I know, right? <laughs> it really feels like I, I felt like he was the biggest villain. Um, mm-hmm. but then you have the possibility of bringing in Galacticals. You then you have the possibility of making um, the Kingpin a villain, you know, or the Dark Avengers, or Namor with Black Panther on that corner. You know, like so. The there's a lot going on. So I hope they will be able to, you know, wrap it up well, which I think they will. I I trust Kevin Feige a lot. They need to bring the Punisher. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, they do. That and was my favorite. Back. I was my love him. Yeah. I don't Punisher. care what they do. They just got to bring him. <laughs> and it has to be the same actor, too, because he's very good. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was excellent. And you're right. It, it's going to be curious to see how all these worlds mesh. And I, I think that one of the routes they're probably going to go is like certain characters are more TV screen uh-huh. versus other characters are more movie. Because... You know, and it's something that I think the DC universe has done a lot as well, where it's like, you know, you get your your movie got characters, Superman, Batman, then you get your TV, Arrow, Flash. They have a pretty good division in that. I could see that when we get into another Avengers level event, uh-huh. that's when I could see everybody uniting. Because I, I don't know, I think the Punisher was in the Avengers um, I want him to be. I know. <laughs> I want. Him to be. What I, I think heard, he's just the best. Frankly. What I heard the most is that um, at some point, Secret Invasion will be this big event that we're all you know looking for. 
mm. you know, and hopefully that's when they're going to bring all those favorite people that we like towards it. So that would be perfect. <laughs> like we are, I think this has been, this, these universes have been for what, more than a decade. And it's so interesting to grow up on this and then kind of feel like, oh my God, am I going to have like 30 years of Chris Evans? I know. <laughs> that would be great. You know what? <laughs> I, I like I really 40 like years of Oscar Isaac as Moon Knight. No wonder they call it golden handcuffs because they become billionaires, but they're like, I'm 52. I'm 52. <laughs> okay, I started when I was 25 and 52. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, we kind of, skated through all the topics and i, I think our so topics. Too. we're doing pretty good i look so at us again. <laughs> um for anybody listening moon knight is every wednesday on disney plus um it is i i think you could tell we liked it it only gets better it really does um and check out a colorful twist the podcast are the batman review is excellent we're doing more reviews we go on ig live pretty much every friday um and we open up a casual twitter space twitch when we get to know how to use it <laughs> uh, check us out follow which is not gonna be a thing anymore <laughs> oh my god we were twitching we were twitching it was so funny because i was live and i was recording myself trying <laughs> to get you so there's like an hour video of me being like no no and like you like messaging me and me being like yeah are, are we on google hangouts yeah it was good it was good <laughs> right? Check this out. 